And you are listening to Podcast 118 at Hey Arnold Reeducation, where every week two lifelong friends gather to rewatch, review, and relive every episode and movie of the classic Nick Tune Hey Arnold. I'm Michael. And I'm Sean. And we are once again separated and not in person. So it feels kind of weird. <laughs> it's like that was a very magical last episode. I'm listening back it to it like it felt absolutely unhinged unhinged and uh, we've used the word unhinged so many times but again it was the the first curly <laughs> intro so you can't really have it any other way and i just uh any other pretense to do that or whatever i'm, I'm totally down so i definitely that was that was a really nice change of pace i would say i extremely enjoyed recording in person and having one of our friends there with us was also really yes. cool for it. i think it was i think it was a highlight and it's good to see that, like, I think a lot of our friends are interested in uh, the uh, the episode list and seeing where they can slot themselves yeah, in, too. Yeah, so. absolutely. So Maybe get some even more fresh voices. Yeah. Voices. So, thank... Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely, like, looking forward to just kind of, like, mixing some things up or whatever as we go into season two and whatever all that brings. Yeah. So, thank you, Kay, for joining us very much. So, uh, I, believe we'll, I believe we will have her back because she... Pretty soon, because she explicitly requested to be on for Helga's Love Potion, which is, like episode two of season two so <laughs> she'll be back in like a few weeks so sorry equal equal parts sorry and you're welcome <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good way to put for it for more cheeky banter <laughs> cheeky banter cheeky banter ad nauseum chanting so yeah <laughs> yeah before we i don't know where i got that i think oh you know what it's because I am playing a show tomorrow with my dad and sister, and uh, my sister and I are dressing as Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World. So, oh I, yeah, kind of in that character then, kind of in that Wayne's World mode. I'm like dressing as Garth and playing the drums, so I'm like really stoked to do that. <laughs> love so, that for yeah, you. Thank you, appreciate it. You know what else I love for us is the fact what? is the fact that we got a fresh review on our Apple Podcasts uh page a five star review oh, at that five Ch- that's mm-hmm. more than two it is more than two and if you'd also like to leave a review um scathing glowing or otherwise uh you can follow and subscribe to our show on uh, apple Podcasts. you can leave a star review on spotify you can also see us amazon music and stitcher and whatever uh, whatever means those other audio services have to pass judgment you can do that too as you see fit <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, us, this, this is a pretty, this is a pretty good one. So this is a five-star review is courtesy of Diana with two N's who writes, keep up the great work. You two, I could not stop laughing at quote. We've officially been typecast, which we said a few episodes back. I forgot exactly <laughs> when, um, the quality here is, yes, the quality here is unmatched. And the way you both bounce off each other creates a comedic and comforting air that makes me want to keep coming back every time there's a new episode. I can't wait to hear you cover more of the series and movies. Thank you, Diana. That was mighty fine. Diana. That did not bite. That was so kind of you. Thank you, Diana. Appreciate it. That did not bite. I am so happy that us being typecast 
really landed with you. <laughs> that's okay. Again, it's it's all you. I mean, that's you get on the internet, you start trying things out, and then once you have any <laughs> sort of semblance of like, oh, people like me when I do this thing over and over again, you drive it into the ground just as SpongeBob did when he when he ripped his pants. Until everyone gets that sick of did. you I'm, and you get canceled. <laughs> I'm comfortable being in this niche. I'm, I'm comfortable. As do I. As do I. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. So, um, we are just like coming up on. We are, you know, taxiing or whatever. We're like making our final descent into the end of season one, which is crazy. So, yeah. shall we just uh, let's get into it? Because I'm, I really loved both of these episodes, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of for reasons. many reasons of which we're gonna get into it yes okay all right y'all so yeah. we are here to talk about uh in contrast look at that uh it's been four minutes and 53 seconds into this recording and we're getting into the up into the meat of the episode as opposed to the 20 minutes it took us to get into it last time but i enjoyed that thoroughly <laughs> so anyway um, we're here. I'm surprised you kept all of it. I do. <laughs> I'm very surprised it's, you kept all of it. Was, it was endearing as all hell, man. I was like, come on. I was like, I was. It was. I was Paul. <laughs> I was just Paul Rudd the whole time. I was like, look at us. Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we're here to talk about season one, episode 19, uh, part A being magic show, and uh, you know maybe there's some kind of like astrological significance as to why I love these two episodes. Because they came out on my fifth birthday, yo. Wow. Yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I don't remember what I did for that birthday, but I think, oh, no, I got like, I got. Was it not going to a bowling alley and getting a bowling No, I was like three. That was three years away. I got like these dope, like Power Rangers Zio, like pajamas that I just wore all the time. People were coming over to my house to play the Sega Saturn, which I was the only person who owned a Sega Saturn, (laughs) I think, in my entire existence. Uh, written by Glenn David Gold, and this was like a one-off. I looked into this guy. I think he actually wrote a lot of this dude. Like, actually wrote books and wrote a couple of. Uh, I think he did some graphic novels and things like that too. Um, directed by Dan Povenmire and Julie Murphy Hashiguchi. So Arnold picks Helga for his disappearing act, but when Helga decides to run off to trick Arnold, she knocks herself out and dreams of a world. <laughs> It's always the second half of this. Of this, like, I wonder if it's one guy who's did all of these on Wikipedia because there's kind of a style apparent here, you know. Um, there's a certain pro, pro a trademark prose, but anyway, she knocks herself out and dreams of a world where no one misses her now that she is gone. So I know that I I thought that I was being original earlier uh, last week when I brought this up to you and Kay, I was like, yeah, this movie, this, it's, this episode is essentially, it's a wonderful life dot, dot, dot without Helga. But I didn't realize that that's actually a sight gag in the, in the episode, <laughs> like the, the, the yeah. newspaper. There's a lot of great newspaper headlines in both of these episodes, Yeah, <laughs> but yes, it's a wonderful life without Helga. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. They think like this storytelling device and shit, it, 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 it's an imp- it's impactful for a reason. It fucking works. Like, you know, again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. It's a wonderful life. And yes, have you seen... Do you remember that Rugrats episode, Chucky's Wonderful Life? Do you remember that one? I remember it now that you said the name of it, yeah. a little bit of it, but not enough to recall. Okay, yeah. So, like, that one is... I was curious, too, since, like, a lot of, like, people worked on Rugrats and then, like, moved over to Hey Arnold. But nobody... There was actually no... Mm-hmm like creative overlap on those i'm just sending you the it's a wonderful life, uh headline real quick um yeah what a what a killer mugshot there what a what a sour puss <laughs> but anyway like 
Angelica tricks Chucky into like blank background yeah. too. <laughs> Angelica tricks Chucky into like breaking his dad's like favorite CD or whatever, and he feels hella bad. And she's like, you know what? I think like she's like, I think we'd all be a lot happier if you weren't around. And he's like, you should probably run away, dude. <laughs> and it's like Angelica, like peak, like like season three of our guys is like peak shithead Angelica. Yeah. Then you know he plots to run away, and then he has a whole his guardian angel comes, and honestly, it's like everyone is genuine genuinely worse off if chucky was never born it's really it's a pretty messed up episode as is actually like most early rugrats episodes are but this is the sound opposite (laughs) and like this i don't know this one is for as funny as it is like it's genuinely hilarious to me but it also is like very telling to me it like it's real it's a really fascinating character study as to helga's amount of self-awareness like i wonder like oh is this her worst fears realized or is this her kind of realizing she oh yeah maybe i am i could stand to be more appreciative of the people around me or whatever and like so it's like i still kind of have a hard time of like whether like that was already kind of there or like you know the the vision the nightmare vision kind of brings it out to the to the forefront for her it's an interesting way to think about it right because i think in a lot of ways through Helga's kind of like monologues, you realize that she's aware of just how batshit she is sometimes <laughs> over Arnold, but yeah. she keeps it in check mm-hmm. or like chooses to keep it in check sometimes, which makes me almost think that, I mean, I, I think you're right. Like this is something that probably lays latent in the back of her it's head. running in the background. Yeah. Getting concussed and running into a pole. That's true. <laughs> kind of a flipped, flipped that script a little bit, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. Insightful thought, Michael. Thank well you. Done. I appreciate that. That's uh. That thought was not stray. It was housebroken and, you know, domesticated and everything. The the opposite of a stray thought is a domesticated thought, right? So I try, <laughs> I try to bring the domesticated thoughts as much as possible. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, so are there any uh, domesticated thoughts out there I think, bouncing around in anyone's I think sense? we have a lot of those here. Um, <laughs> real quick, I think, like, I want to just kind of bring things up, like, chronologically like i'm trying to um organize myself now more in my notes like i have a dedicated like bullet point for hate arnold to like just list things as they come the only real thing here for me is that his magic show actually does suck and you know it's okay he deserved to he deserved a bomb i think (laughs) i would go one step further and say that arnold was really smug this episode because he was so self-absorbed in making it work and believing that it was a good show i yeah you already wrecked my last trick he just wasn't able to parody himself i think so yeah that's true exactly yeah i yes this is an this is an episode where i do indeed hate arnold (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah honestly it's like arnold's kind of a i don't know it's like there's he taps into his like more again like his more uh vain and vain his his vein and his vanity and his like darker side kind of come out more in these in these two halves a little bit more so it's it's interesting too i mean i guess we're because mm-hmm. we're supposed to like sympathize as much as possible with helga even though like everyone in her vision is just a very like heightened version of what they could be in this like alternate timeline but we'll get to that later but yeah i mean like come on dude like yeah. the fucking the i'll turn this this water turns the steam using this hot plate <laughs> like he didn't have to say using Stupid. this hot plate <laughs> like, so i mean this this episode did teach me the rubber pencil trick i remember like doing it at school like the next day <laughs> guys look i can do a magic trick presto frangelico <laughs> like although this i forgot how f- his his mad his incantations hey, are pretty yeah. fucking funny <laughs> they are funny yeah 
Swank, wanky, McPanky, boing, boing, whiplash. Send hella... Boing, boing, whiplash yeah. was my favorite <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. Something something like something about Flanders, Verns, and Rubbles, and I'm like, oh, okay, like... Because I don't know... Stupid, fat, right, yellow. <laughs> exactly. Sunshine, daisies, <laughs> but some mellow. Mellow. <laughs> stupid, Are you stupid, sure? fat, right, yellow. Are you sure that's a real spell? Well, it's not very good, is it? R.I.P. Robbie Coltrane, before we forget. <laughs> Um, <laughs> R.I.P. Robbie yes, Coltrane yes, for sure. Uh, who knew? You know who's not a wizard? The great Arnold Dini. That's for sure. I forgot. No, I forgot he's about. Definitely not a wizard. I forgot about this shot. I forgot about this shot. <laughs> this looks like this looks like the Mrs. Puff. The Mrs. Puff. Oh, Neptune meme. <laughs> he's, oh, Neptune. He's, he's genuinely. I made it. I've made oh my a huge God, mistake. The eye bags are so no, for good. real, for real. I mean, like, I know that I before I had like my reservations yeah. about this, this particular like animation style or animation house, but like honestly, they kind of bring it in like the facial when it's strictly like especially mm. in sort of like the facial and anim- the facial expressions. They really yeah. make the characters look, especially when it comes to making the characters look like vulnerable or like afraid or whatever yeah. like yeah it's 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 kind of a trip oh, a quick and a <laughs> magician for sure for sure but the, but the magic show does bring us a i've been waiting for another like my favorite entry or uh, my favorite subcategory in the gag runner is spontaneous breaks uh sprint spontaneous breaks into chant slash mob mentality so this one gives us make Helga disappear, make Helga disappear, yes. and it's Helga disappear. These children, these the children of this city turn on each other on a dime, and it's it's honestly great. But I guess that's life, you know. Like yes, they do. Yeah. So I guess we can. So I guess we can get into. Well, you know, Helga thinks very highly of herself as well, too. You know, like, there's the whole... Like, she's envisioning people with like candlelight vigils and her face on the jumbotron of Times Square, and there seems to be like. A Broadway musical, like started in her honor, but yeah. Then we get into, and it, to yeah. my memory, the like the the dream sequence is the entirety of the episode after she hits her head. But it's only like feels like like five to six minutes or something. But it's super memorable. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you remember the fact that they com- they actually like subtly changed like the art style for the backgrounds and stuff? Like once she's in that, like everything's all flat, and like the color palettes not quite as vibrant mm-hmm. and it's a lot more just kind of like like surreal in that in yeah. that mode yeah yeah that was pretty sequence, dope. yeah i did like that i did like that I mean, my, my mvp i don't know why i think it's just the the delivery but like my my like mvp of this episode is just the random guy that's like, this is great everyone got the day off today <laughs> yeah yeah every line in the dream sequence yeah. was high quality Dude. Even the visual gags too like the pole she ran into is no longer just no running but it's, it's no, no helga slash no helga it's just no it's just straight up no helga and it's an outline of her face it's yeah like oh it's just no helga yeah it's just no helga <laughs> <laughs> then the yeah. the parade Shit. the parade balloon float the like the effigy and then, uh, her bedroom becoming the love nest the, yeah i was gonna say like it's straight up like a bang pad like dude like toy toy move it buckle move it buckle she calls it and she, she's like hey victim <laughs> like i was, was always all the fun like oh shit but yeah i mean like zooming in like big bob yeah. and miriam they have a custom like wine rack with a little faucet there mm-hmm. for rinsing off the wine glasses it probably uh 
the same, uh, probably the same stereo system that Frankie G was trying to sell uh, or was trying to steal with the tweeter, yep. the rotating bed from Austin Powers. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Do exactly. I make you horny? Like it really, truly like with red candles on the dress. Yeah. Too, and like candlestick candles. Uh-huh. too. Yikes. And just the Yikes. yes, big and just the, like the again, just the the notion that given Helga's like home environment, it stands to reason that she probably does partially like hold herself responsible, or like maybe she feels she does deserve the way her parents treat her, or whatever, in a little bit. Because she's like in this version, she's like, mm-hmm. oh, they're completely happy. My mom is sober. My dad took up took yeah. up his love of the harp again, <laughs> and they are you know just going at it. I was tripping out because. There was a moment where I was like, okay, Miriam is sober. And I was convinced that in that image, Big Bob had lost weight and was like fit and not like beer belly. But then I realized I was crazy. No, no. He does look a little like less. He looked, I mean, he's still like middle-aged and stuff, but he did look a little more svelte or whatever. But I think what I did, Uh, what I did like was that, I mean, it's the same, it's still Kat Susie doing Miriam, but like. Using more of her kind of like upper, like her more like whatever breathy falsetto, her kind of like her when she goes into like her Lola Bunny stuff, like she can do a lot, but yeah. But the fact that like, oh, like sober, breathy, yeah. romantic Miriam kind of sounds like Olga. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like you kind of show like the sort of the continuity within the Pataki family. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, so I thought that was, I thought that was cool. They hit the same notes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what do you think of Gloria? <laughs> <laughs> she has a weird face. She does. She, she I guess, like, yeah. perpetually like concerned. I yeah, she does look a little like put off. She kind of looks like a, she looks kind of like a Phineas and Ferb kind of person, or one of those like yeah, one of the more yeah, recent Disney cartoons. But yeah, the fact and she, but the fact that she's. Francesca Smith Helga is voicing her too, but just with a way more like higher, higher pitch. It's the funniest yeah. thing to me. Like, like have some of the cookies <laughs> I make you. Ah, <laughs> 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 like Helga, like and it was just kind of like satisfying because we've just really. What was the? Was do you ahead? have the dialogue handy for the game they were playing? And it was like, <laughs> it's like okay, oh yeah, okay, so. <laughs> Yeah, so Helga goes to the school. She's like, Some, oh, my God, someone's got to miss me. And she goes to the – she runs to PS118 and sees Sid and Gerald. She's like, what? Like, like guys, you missed me, right? I just saw you the day, today. And, like, Sid is explaining some weird schoolyard game. I was like, okay, all right. Game. So when it's your turn to be the Helga, you have to be mean to everybody. You have to be as mean to everybody as you can <laughs> until – and if you get tit, then you're out. And then you have to wait – it's like then you have to wait to come in, and then Joe's like, "Well, what happens when you're back in the game of everybody and everyone likes you again?" And then Sid goes, "Then you're the Gloria." And then <laughs> fucking hate him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Sid. Like we we talk about we often talk about people having a punchable face. Sid has like a punchable. Let's call it. Sid has a chokeable voice. Like you just want to like. Yeah, and a pullable nose. And a pullable nose. So, yeah. (laughs) I I just like the idea that Gerald is like, but what happens when you're back in the game and everyone likes you? Like, those are not two connected pieces of the story at all. Yeah, and the game was was hard to track, dude. It's like the kids were, like, stacked on top of each other's shoulders like a chicken fight in a pool. But, like, one kid had a was holding a net. The other was a, a net, a hockey stick, a racket, and, like, 
some other bat-like upper uh, <laughs> like peripheral, like maybe a cricket bat or something. I'm gonna have to look back in that. I don't remember if I took a screen cap of that. I'm surprised if I didn't. Oh shoot, I didn't. Oh, my bad. But <laughs> I think I was just so wrapped up in like. I guess there was this interesting thing. It's like this whole season, Helga has just been like railing into Phoebe or whatever. So to finally yeah, see yeah. this, like, even if it's in within Helga's fantasy, Phoebe, like her being like, shit, like, yeah, like perhaps like even Phoebe has her limit or whatever. She's like, oh, like you're way nicer than my old best friend. She was very nice to me. What's her name? Like Angela. It's like Helga. Henrietta. Oh, Henrietta. Like, ah, who cares? <laughs> That was that was probably my favorite like favorite burn or like thing of like yeah. nail in Helga's coffin for this whole fantasy. Yes. <laughs> I would just like to announce that Ruth and I are to be married. Are, are to be married. <laughs> I fucking hate Arnold. Even like Dream Arnold is not that much worse than normal Arnold, which makes it that much worse A little than bit. Arnold is that dislikable. I mean, what's it like being a famous magician? Ah, that's all right. You know, <laughs> he's so like <laughs> a little high on the spot there. But yeah, anyways, no. yeah, we had that. We also had the return of a uh, Coach Wittenberg's theme song during the Helga parade. So that was funny. That was funny yep. to hear again. I was, yes, I, I was worried. I'm like, man, coach. when do I get to hear this again? And came back a little earlier. That was cool. Where did it say missing but not missed? Do I don't remember. Like, do you remember that? It was on. Oh, I, I forget. Maybe it was like on another like flyer or something like that, or yeah, whatever. it had to have yeah, been yeah, like yeah. a newspaper yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, everybody, all magicians know that it takes forty-eight attempts to bring someone back. <laughs> so if I'm like doing really like shitty sloppy math, I want to say Helga was probably knocked out for about twenty to twenty-five minutes then because of the number. Of... Arnold said that incantation like this he said it at the same exact speed each time apparently yes. <laughs> so you know yeah. that's a that's a long time to have a you know life-altering vision quest that brings out all yeah, your absolutely insecurities and everything like that yeah no she was she was out yeah. she, she was knocked yeah she was knocked the fuck out as chris farley would say yeah uh, not chris farley chris chris tucker sorry chris farley <laughs> that'd be amazing Oh, just to double check the incantation, it was Flanders fine McBoing Boing Whiplash. Spirits make Helga disappear in a big flash. <laughs> in a big flash. Yeah. That has to mean he thought of it on the spot, right? Like, because Helga wasn't the. Well, I guess it could have been. Spirits anybody, make. As long as they had a insert name. name. Yeah. Disappear in a big flash. Yeah. And most Do of the... all of the Hey Arnold kids have two syllable names except for Sid? Except for, like, Park and Sid, I want to say. Ron, yeah. Gerald, Helga, Rhonda, Brainy, Curly. Eugene. Yeah. Yeah, no, it could have really been for anybody. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Arnold gets plus points for foresight. For foresight as to the, the amount yeah. of syllables in his friends' names. Respect. Yeah, we don't meet Lorenzo for, like, two more seasons, so. Okay. Or yeah. his viola I'm lessons. <laughs> can't, wait to get to, can't wait to get to that. <laughs> Cumul- I forgot about the viola lessons. Cumulo nimbus formations? <laughs> Sorry. Good God. <laughs> And everyone got free Yahoo. Sentence. No, I was gonna Michael, say we first, get we're getting Yahoo we're sentence. getting first here. Like, yeah, this is the first official like m- verbal mention of Yahoo. I'm pretty sure we've probably seen it mm-hmm. in like billboards or like establishing shots. But yeah, and like I've always wondered like what would be the real life equivalent. It just looks like a cola, but it's like kind of it probably just is a cola because I've seen them like pour it out and it, like, it runs like brown. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a part of me as a kid that just equated it to you. Yeah. And was like true. carbonated, like chocolate, like chocolate soda, water. Which they, yeah. Which would have been. I think we've discussed I don't that. Know. Yeah. I don't know if I'd be into that. Maybe not, but yeah. And it's just like I think again. I think it's. Did someone call Arnold a weird-headed geek in this episode? Oh, that was Helga because she was like, "Oh, there's something that that, that I want to tell you," and like, in a true moment of like, "Okay, fine, I'm gonna hear you out." Arnold's like, "What? I'm listening." You're a weird-headed geek, and you know she like, true. she's. I agree. She had you know, so she made some progress, but you know she has to you know kind of roll some of it back just a little. You know, just keep things interesting. So. But this episode reveals a lot of Helga's inner turmoil and her just kind of her inner life uh, yeah. way more than I think we give it credit for, because it's just so funny that no one gives a shit <laughs> that she's that she's gone <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Episode 19, part B, moving on, is 24 Hours to Live. Same air date, obviously, written by Craig Bartlett, Steve Vixton and Joanne Salaber, directed by Craig Bartlett and Larry Lightlighter. Arnold accidentally knocks Harold out during a baseball game. And the bully gives Arnold 24 hours to live before he beats him to a pulp. Uh, did you watch the YouTube video that I sent you? I did not. Okay, that's okay. So were you aware that like this is a remake of the original pilot? Did you know that before it going in? No. Yeah. So yeah. That, so I would definitely encourage you to watch it because um, the pilot's a lot shorter. So it's really interesting. Like It's pretty much largely the exact same story. Um, so I mm. call in my notes. I called this. This is an H. This is an HD re, uh, remaster, I suppose, of, <laughs> and a remake because it's a little longer. Um, <clears throat> so it's pretty much the same. the The animation's definitely a lot like quick, quick and dirty, more so because mm-hmm. it is a pilot. It feels a lot, a little more closer to kind of like a Ren and Stimpy or like a Fox cartoon. Um, yeah, everyone's a lot more wiry character design wise Arnold's wearing orange so that's really weird to see and Gerald's wearing mm-hmm. green huh yeah 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 and even like the characterization of Harold was a little different like I couldn't it kind if you listen to it it still kind of sounds like I think it might have even been the kid who wound up vo- playing Harold the whole time and maybe his voice just hadn't dropped yet but regardless mm. the performance of Harold was more like east coast kid like like brooklyn new york kid he's like like hey okay. come on arnold who taught you how to swing a bat you loony grandma like kind of like that it was more like like an american tale like one of those one of those yeah. nice like tony or whatever the kid that like five will make friends like, with like mario from nintendo mario from nintendo voiced by chris pratt or even joey from Yu-Gi-Oh. oh shit yug yeah very pretty much yeah he's like hey arnold who taught you how to swing a bat you loony grandma <laughs> It's pretty much that. So, <laughs> uh, it's pretty much all the same beats. Like, there's a certain lines that are embellished. Like, they didn't have the pilot. The original pilot didn't say like, "All right, Helga, keep your shirt on for all our sakes." So, like, that's pretty fucked up, Harold. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that one's that one's really yeah. Good. So, like that being said, it's like interesting that like so. I mean, and I think it was just shuffled in a certain way, so that we get this episode so late in the game where it's like a very simplistic characterization of everybody. I want to say, yeah. Like, what do you think? Do you feel like? For, so that being said, like, if this was the very first episode that we had gotten, like, this was episode one, like, in place of like Downtown as Fruits, like, which which do you feel like would have made like a more like strong yeah. opening statement as to what this show is or at least initially what it was it's hard yeah because i think downtown is fruits does a really good job of establishing that like this show has deep tied friendships and 
then you get this kind of slow drip into who all the like friends mm, and mm-hmm. the extended circle are. Yeah. And I appreciated that a lot because we got a lot of Harold and we or Harold. We got a lot of Gerald and we got a lot of Arnold. Yeah. If it was this episode, I almost feel like it would just be like kind of mixed in with recess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everyone's just kind of like, yeah, they have their own plot notes, but you only see them as a collective instead of seeing them as individuals. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the show separated itself with. For sure. And I at think least in first takes. Yeah. And there's a little bit more of like downtown is fruits is a little more it's more it's pretty enigmatic which is interesting in terms of like it it just kind of makes mm-hmm. you want to know more about this setting and this kid you know yeah you're kind of just dropped truly dropped in the middle of a situation here you know yeah it fits yeah. the jazz beats too yeah, like yeah, yeah, it, yeah it makes it makes the intro and the outro make sense yeah and it's like set it the whole thing is set largely at nighttime and everything you know and it, yeah just establishing that mood you don't quite get that here as much like yeah yeah uh-huh. like it definitely plays like when you watch the if whenever you do get around watching the pilot like it is definitely just like a one-off i mean they're all one-off standalones but this truly does feel kind of just like that like this could have been just like a singular drop in the bucket thing like Cartoon Network used to do that yeah. thing, like, what a cartoons or whatever. Like, remember when they used to do, like, oh, yeah, cartoons on Nickelodeon? Like, this this is this truly, like, hella stands on its own. Speaking of, like, Looney Grandma, I really appreciated that. So this is the second time that we've seen the ki- the, the Buana persona. But... Okay, yeah. Yeah, this I was... that note, too. Yeah. I was like, did we meet this before? We did. Yeah. She yeah. does it. She does it when Arnold brings Gerald over again so she's got okay. the same the pith helmet it's the same like same exact music music uh is that a racist thing? music cue a little bit i don't know about that but <laughs> but like what i found to be interesting is like he's like no arnold no grandma it's arnold but she goes like oh i know that okay but right now you're kimba and i'll he's the man-eating tiger and i'll be Juana. so it's like fucking so grandma knows exactly what she's doing whenever she's like doing one of her bits and stuff and honestly like that actually makes her character so much better to me like so much cooler it's Uh like she's just having fun like honestly she's just Mm -hmm. like trying to keep things keep things you know keep things uh eventful and whatnot which you know i think is in line with yeah how we see her in the list it's like she's well aware of like how fucking dope is it that we have a piano on the roof and all that stuff and like so I think that kind of it's a very small thing, but I feel like it really honestly kind of like enriches her character. Like this is everything she does is a choice. It's not like it's not <laughs> yeah, early. It's not early onset whatever. Like this is it's just this is just this is just who she is, you know. Love you grandma. And like similar and yeah, like similar to grandpa. Like this is our very first never eat raspberry. So I got very excited. I'm like, "Oh my god, finally like mm-hmm. second yep, to last episode of the season like it took this long. Good God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you could skip town, but you'd always be living in fear, looking over your shoulder, waiting for that, that day. <laughs> that day. I think, I don't know, I think Grandpa, Gra- Grandpa's attempts to, like, give Arnold advice are a lot more, like, long-winded, left of center. It's like, he always, ultimately, still leaves everything up to Arnold, really. Even if, like, yeah. what he's saying is, like, not the most directly helpful. It does, like, at least it helps. Yeah. I think it, yeah. it always kind of helps Arnold consider his options at the very least. Grandpa has a lot of stray thoughts, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 22 hours, 3 minutes until you die! <laughs> That's, yeah, I'm still can't, 
My favorite, I think, is the second one when she's standing outside the house because she sounds visibly more tired. She's like, ah, yeah, until you die. <laughs> and then also the radio announcer was really good. Yes, too. I wrote I wrote that down word for word in case you <laughs> wanted or line read. <laughs> it's seven o'clock. Uh, what does he say? Bef- what that? does he say before two hours? Okay, um, this one <laughs> this one goes out to Arnold, who's going to die. <laughs> In, in two hours, six minutes, 47 seconds from Helga, who hates you. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. This was it's just like, I don't know. It's like, to me, it's like this episode's like, well, me, well, like I also watched Back to the Future like recently, like the other day yesterday. I'm like, uh-huh. I just know this whole damn yeah. episode. I had the same feeling. I'm like, I know this whole episode like front to back. This is just like, you're like, you're able to anticipate every single like line and little bit that comes, you know, that comes next and everything and it's just like it's just so satisfying yeah. of a watch mm-hmm. um the king kong motif was fun too yeah i was gonna i was gonna say let's get into the dream sequence next it's like first arnold dream sequence in which there's actual like dialogue it's not all just kind of like abstract like let's watch arnold in this some kind of extreme sport for uh, <laughs> he's not surfing he's not mountain climbing he's yeah you know he's being chased and mm-hmm. yeah like stinky still being kind of portrayed as like a bully um Pretty stressful, uh, and everything like that. Yes. Uh, and Very his, stressful. His his face is scary as all hell when he is. Arnold's face is very scarily drawn throughout a lot of this episode. Yes. His very large mouth, but he must have had a lot of fun recording that line. He's like, "I'm crazy." Yeah, he got to he got to be ape shit. He did. He did go super ape shit, and just the whole like walking to the fight they do this badass like let's fucking do this like the shit just got uh-huh. real looking at each other and everything and yeah so then i guess that just brings us to the i love this song honestly and if you told me it was a real james brown song i'd probably believe you back in the day <laughs> but it's it kind of slot the fact that they even they wrote this song for the pilot like we don't really know what like that's just how maybe that's just how much confidence they had in the project or like we only got one shot at yeah. this. Craig goes to the gym and he's like, I need you to like make the funkiest song of all time with an arguably <laughs> yeah. pretty sick yeah. ass like drum break. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. still trying. I was kind of like bopping along and like air drumming to it and everything. <laughs> yeah. And But again, yeah, I, I think if, if this came first, I think people would have a completely different view of Arnold. Like, oh, yeah. This I don't really know. This is this is super. This is like Arnold might as well have been like thrown on some buck beats and started crumping in front of Harold or something. You know what I mean? Like I mean I think that if this was the pilot, me as a kid might even have agreed with me as an adult in that I would not like Arnold. I didn't like Arnold this episode. No, like, like I, I didn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, okay, why, okay, why, why, what is it? What is it? Okay. as hell. Okay. And then, like, doesn't defend himself and then, in, like, doesn't try to bring Harold to reason whatsoever. Instead, he is pestered by people yeah. and just kind of lives with it. <laughs> and then his solution to this is pretending to be a crazy person <laughs> and littering and dancing. Breaking. Equivalent to someone that's crazy. Breaking like, plates. Got, yeah, got yeah, to gotta, this, gotta break a plate. This Arnold is stupid i i it's do ballsy. hate this arnold. <laughs> i hate this arnold it's wildly out of character yeah like to like i don't know if he's smart enough nor cunning enough like he's a very intelligent person but i don't know if he's smart yeah. slash cunning enough to be like i'm going to engage in psychological warfare on this like yeah on this like dolt of a bully yeah because downtown is fruits arnold would have won me over as a kid yeah. i think it did yeah. which is why 
I think me and a lot of kids saw Arnold as like just a this unanimously yeah. agreed upon yeah. hero character. That's true. And he's not. No, <laughs> you no, know? you know what this is? This this Arnold here, this this I'm um, crazy James Brown Arnold. This is like a Bugs Bunny level tactic. Like Bugs yeah. like yeah. peak Bugs Bunny is like I'm smarter than you. I'm going to fuck with you into submission yeah. until I get what I want, you know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Temper tantrum. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god like yeah hey yep, arnold my other favorite <laughs> like i i kind of want to just get this blown up as a and send it to you in the mail <laughs> it's it's uh i sent him this a screen cap of my I, own nightmare i got to got to got to break a plate that yeah it's that that face <laughs> drawing or whatever if craig bartlett puts up some a sell from this on ebay shit I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how much I'd be willing to bid, to bid on it, but it'd be very tempting. <laughs> One, two, three, oh, watch me. Like, fuck. I wonder if that's on the vinyl. I hope it is. Fuck. Oh, my God. It it, it would be a hugely missed opportunity. Cause it probably is. I would it's hope so. Be. I mean, if, like, if let like if Ronnie Matthews' I Saw Your Face and Wow was on the vinyl and this isn't, I, I, will, be, I will be very upset. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. You two guys fight. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> uh, boys. You two guys fight. Boys truly are stupid. So, <laughs> yeah. got something. What a ride! What a ride! I think it was. Yeah, these were good to come back to. Yeah. <laughs> and something else. Uh, you two Register. guys fight. <laughs> <laughs> I sold tickets. <laughs> Harold also said clobber in time, right? Like, yeah, he definitely twice. Definitely said it's clobber. Yeah, time. I wonder nice. if that's a trademark phrase. I mean, maybe it's not a trademark phrase or. That's all that would register. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are the remaining domesticated thoughts. Yeah, two brainy, two brainy hits in the same episode. So that's I think that might be a first slash perhaps only. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Brainy, the shit beat Bra- out of Brainy's today. greatest hits. Yeah, no, the fact that they showed like he still was like bandaged from the previous punch to the face because it was only the day before. Yeah. so that tracks. Nice this, continuity. I love that. This may be like yeah, this uh, of the Helga solil. I love Arnold soliloquies we've gotten thus far. This might be my favorite because it's just so like simple. How I hate him. And yet, <laughs> it's love, love, love. Is this where we got, and yet I hate you, and yet I love you, and yet I hate you, and yet I love you. I think it is. Was it this? I think it, I think so. Something like, yeah, that's, it's just so simple. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good ones. Very good much ones, so. Ones, ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, dude. So, huh. Well, there we, we are. We got one more episode in the tank for season one, so that's oh my that's God. nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. So next week's episode will be Arnold's Valentine, and then after that, uh, before we go straight into season two, uh, rather or rather rather than going straight into season two, we'll have kind of like a season one wrap up. Um, so I'm excited mm-hmm. as to how what's going to come out of that conversation yes give me homework for it by yeah the way. yeah let, yeah let we'll, be, we'll share that as prepared as you we'll share that yeah we'll look at the note and we'll whatever we'll, we'll collab on kind of what we want that to look like um Collabble. yeah so let's see man i would say far as and I'm, i want to start calling you know branding these little label thingies so you know we're, i want to start calling it the mr simmons morals for the week yes uh the one okay. being it. thing number one being you know just i don't know just be nice to your to your people to like be mm. cool be kind don't you know rewind be kind and rewind and everything like that and like i don't know is there what do you what would you is there any kind of like 
moral thingy to come out of 24 hours to live i'm hard pressed yeah absolutely don't stand up for yourself oh like don't don't it's standing up for yourself and not being a milk toast football headed (laughs) fuck and don't uh don't go throwing around the word crazy like it's cotton candy yeah and dancing like, what does that doesn't even mean? mean crazy what that's true that's true don't assert your twisted understanding of what is not or is normal hayden, on others hayden panic get out of a fight <laughs> hayden panetier and bring it on all or nothing would have been ashamed of such she would have such been a display so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> should, we should just yeah, like no, it's, it's stand yeah, up for yourself okay. like, or at least speak up for yourself speak up for yourself yeah rather than one of the two yeah. yeah, you don't have to do both. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Your worth. Even <laughs> if you're a football-headed weirdo. <laughs> and yet. And boys are stupid. And boys are stupid. Boys are stupid. And above all else, as always, never eat raspberries. Raspberries.